Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to grab a free copy of my Dance Studio Growth Marketing eBook? Sign up for a free copy today of the ebook 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio by going to assemblédancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Claire here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's episode, I am so excited to be joined by my wonderful marketing manager, Mariah. Mariah works with me um, as part of Assemblé and also at my dance studio as our social media guru and Mariah does our marketing and sort of student outreach and, you know, getting new student attraction um, as well as the podcast. Anyway, she does a heap of different things and she's also a super awesome hip hop teacher. So I'm so lucky to have her as a part of my team uh, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today. Welcome, Mariah. Hi, how are you going? (laughs) I am very well. I'm so excited to have you uh, like speaking here on the podcast. For those people who have done Studio Bloom or in our Facebook group, they might have maybe heard or seen you comment on some things, but I'm not sure if they've ever heard your voice before maybe. No, I don't think so. This is my first podcast interview, so I'm excited. (laughs) Very. I'm so excited to have you. But you are like you do a lot of social media content and stuff, so you are used to being like either in front of the camera or speaking, which is awesome. Um, But I'm so excited to have you. So before I guess we jump into today's topic, which is all about social media trends, for those people, again, I gave a very rough overview of you, but do you want to give a little bit more info about maybe you personally, maybe how we started working together? Yeah, sure. Um, So basically I came in contact with Claire um, through hip hop, um, becoming a dance teacher at first. Um, I've been doing hip hop since I came out of the room, basically. Um, (laughs) And um, I met her because we needed a new dance teacher. So I got in contact with um, Claire through another mutual friend um, and I've been there now I think for four years I think um, as the hip-hop teacher um, at Claire's studio and basically I've always just been a super creative person when it comes to um, social media and I just always have loved the back end side of things like behind the scenes. I I always wanted to do that Um, and I just naturally sort of fell into um, a love for marketing and socials and and all of that Um, and I just taught myself basically. I never have had any um, professional training besides like little courses that I do now to learn more but um, all of it has been just through searching and just trial and error I suppose um and then yeah Claire asked me to come on board as their marketing um manager and social media manager at first just for assemble um and then I became full-time this year so that's been a very exciting um 
new experience for me as well and I love it so I'm very happy (laughs) I guess as well like from my point of view like you said you're very creative you're a wonderful hip-hop teacher but I always knew you had a I guess inclination and a love of social media um, because just following Mariah, Mariah's always been really into like vlogging and um, her own social media. So I knew she had that sort of, again, natural kind of talent and as well, just a really big interest in doing it. And then Mariah's really awesome in that if she doesn't understand something or she, you know, it's not, you know, it's new to her, she will do whatever it takes to kind of learn about as much as possible. So I, for me personally, finding um, team members, it wasn't, sorry, it wasn't not important, but it wasn't my main priority to have someone who had like a university degree or who had been working for 10 years as a marketing manager. It was more important for me to find someone who was passionate and someone who was willing to learn and I guess adapt as part of our business. Yeah. So that's a little bit, I guess, about how we got started working together and how we continue to work together. So Mariah's role is constantly evolving and adapting and sort of shifting into what's sort of needed at the business at the time. And I guess what's fun about Mariah's job is, well, I think is that there is lots of different aspects. So she does that marketing and social media and all of that, but then also still teaching hip hop and is still really, um, you know, focused on the teaching side, which keeps her involved in the studio in a different way, which I think is really important. So let's jump into today's topic. We wanted to sort of touch on for the studio and is listening all about the social media trends that we're currently seeing and maybe some things that we should be potentially moving away from. It's such a constantly changing beast, I guess. And it's really hard for people who aren't in it all the time to be staying up to date and staying relevant. And I know um, for us personally, we notice a massive shift even week to week on things that are working and potentially things that aren't. So my first question for you is like, what are some trends that you are noticing that are working right now? Yeah. Um, So I've sort of had a look back and I um, obviously one that I think for sure, and I, you've probably all heard it is Instagram reels at the moment um, and just video content in general. So if, even if you're not on Instagram, even Facebook now is also favoring um, video content heavily. Um, So I think that's a really important thing to implement um, into your socials now is just video. And even if it's just, um, If it's a graphic, maybe making the graphic animated so then it becomes a video um, just so that it stops someone in their tracks once they're scrolling. Um, So I think video content at the moment is really trending um, and also seeing the person behind the brand is, I guess it's a trend, I suppose, but that's what people want to see more of is who's running it, who's... um, what are you doing behind the scenes? How does everything sort of come together? I think everyone likes to see that more, even like me just as a consumer, I love seeing that. And I think more of it now is is being shown and I think people love that. Um, yeah, they just love seeing the behind the scenes stuff as well. Um, so more everyday content, behind the scenes content, um, compilations of class footage, um, everyone is loving that, just seeing what's going on inside of the studio, um, looking in if, as if they're already a student or family member 
there. That's what they want to see. Um, and also um, aesthetic feeds are still a thing, I feel like. Um, and what do you mean by that? So just cohesive. So, for example, like on our studio page, I do a graphic um, then a photo or reel and then a graphic photo or reel graphic video it's it's just like one by one or you can set it up how you want to I suppose you could do three um, graphics three photos it just really depends on what you want to do and what you think you can do but it's just like when someone looks at it your feed or your profile at first glance you want it to um, capture their eyes and keep scrolling rather than going oh everything's everywhere <laughs> you know what I mean like it just is it they do they judge off of you know don't judge a book by its cover but they do <laughs> so you got to look on it and just see your Instagram sometime as a whole rather than post by post um as well yeah yeah that's really really I think important and I think touching back what you said about just converting an image to um, like a mp4 for those people who you know might find that a bit more confusing like using something like Canva is a great way to add like flashing graphics or having your logo move or even um, you can make gifts now with photos on there and Canva is a great resource whether paid or free yeah um, so that's really really amazing um, yeah. and another thing that you said about like the reels is that you know trying to get that content some people think always that a real you know that you have to kind of stand in front of the camera and do a little dance which is great mm-hmm. love those reels but you can make reels like we had one that went out just the other day of just a student doing um, a split jump yeah. and it was like a shout out for her working hard and like you talked about the compilation of class footage so mm-hmm. instead of getting your teachers to take photos only just ask them to do the same thing but in a video mm-hmm. so it's still kids smiling it's still kids showing their ponche it's still kids doing their splits but it's just a little video that might be three or five seconds instead of a photo yeah. um, or both but then you can just either convert that footage into a reel mm-hmm or share it on Facebook, however you please, uh, and then, you know, go from there. So just kind of thinking, just sort of switching the way that we're thinking about the way that we're recording our content as well. And something easy that we do is that we have just a Facebook messenger group with all our teachers and we just pop a little reminder in there, maybe once a week saying, you know, please share any videos that you've taken in class. Um, And so it is top of mind and they can easily just dump their videos in there versus having to like email them or whatever um so I find that to be a really important thing as well yeah yeah and if you're lacking in a certain style of content or something like that just reach out to that teacher and be specific be like hey can you film your ballet class tonight in a portrait video like be specific and then that helps them too they don't have to think about it they know what they have to do and then they just do it Mm -hmm. um so that's helped a lot like all of last year we were doing all landscape videos and now this whole year we've changed to all portrait videos for reels and and Facebook as well because when they're scrolling a portrait video is bigger on their screen over a landscape um so that's we've changed all that this year so yeah because like I think when I used to record videos I would only do landscape but now like you said on Facebook if it's landscape you have to click on it and then you actually have to fully flip your phone to actually even make it bigger. Yeah. So it's interesting. And I guess Facebook and Instagram are all like 
related now. Um, So that's potentially why. And normally if you're kind of staying up to date with something on Instagram, you'll usually see a reflection on it um, on Facebook. Now, potentially for the studio owners who are thinking like, well, I don't, that's all great and awesome, but like I don't have a, you know, a full-time person doing marketing. Mm -hmm. I would say though, like, like we talked about, your role is really split across so many things. So if someone was wanting to like find a social media person to help them or, um, you know, maybe even like we did start really with a couple of hours a week, with the current teacher that they think has a knack for it, you know, what, what do you think maybe is like the minimum amount of time that it would take for someone to plan social media? If you weren't expecting it to, you know, if you just really wanted to get it done and have someone helping you out. Yeah. If you had, if you had your teachers taking the content for you and it wasn't solely up to that social media manager to get content for them just to schedule about a month's post, like a month worth of post, if it was like, say, three posts a week, maybe, um, it really would only take maybe three, four hours, to be honest. For a month. So you could have someone doing it maybe an hour, an hour and a half a week would be plenty. Yeah. If it it was only three posts a week and they had, you know, nothing was, you know, popping up sporadically that they had to jump on and do, um, then I think like, yeah, I think that would be fine for for a month, um, I reckon. Yeah. Amazing. So, again, it's not something, you know, even if you're spending, you know, depending on where you are in the world, hourly rates are all different. But, you know, anywhere from if it was, a, you know, a younger teacher, it might be, you know, say from $20 an hour to even $50 an hour. It's not a lot of output financially to get that time back or even like the mental space to be like I don't have to worry about that anymore which is fantastic Um, so that's really I think amazing for uh, DSOs to know and hear Mm -hmm. and on the flip side is there some things that you're seeing that you know are kind of outdated or potentially and this is obviously not to um, you know be negative to anyone who is doing these but it we really want to obviously focus our time and energy on things that are working and converting. So are some of the things that you're noticing that aren't working at the moment? Um, so I've had a look through like the past like week and past month because it is changing all the time. But I've sort of noticed everyone or it's not doing as well. It's pushing away from the reels that are more posed. Um, it's hard to explain without showing it, but you know the ones where like, they're like got their arms up and then a title comes up and they start pointing at all the different things. Yeah. So that used to be like it, like that's yeah. what we had to do. And I think I've seen less and less and less of it now. And I think people are wanting more uh, real content, not as in R-E, uh, like <laughs> R-E-A-L, real yeah. content of what's going on. So for sure. And like, that being said, I do still think that people like the entertainment ones of that, where it's like funny, it's comedic, and you're, you know, taking a joke out of something that you do in your industry or, you know, those sort of things, they still work. But I think the ones where you're trying to sell like um, a workshop you've got going on, no one's really doing the pointing anymore. Um, it's they want so you to might, see the content. You might maybe put like the content in the, in the, in the words and have yes that less on the actual thing yeah like you said even a couple of months ago it was all about the pointing and the text popping up when now people are like bored of that yeah 
So it's all like, I think one that a reel that did really well on our assembly page this week was like a snippet of us from a staff meeting. Yeah. That's it. It was like two seconds. It, it was, was so two seconds. Like, I just not, filmed us at our teacher meeting. Yeah, and super boring, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, but people love to see what you're doing. In, yeah. In, in, I, sorry. I love to watch behind the scenes of people as well. And I think that's why stories do so well is that you can kind of follow them along, see what's happening. But I yeah. mean, super boring in that, you know, it t- I didn't even know you were taking that video. Yeah. So it's not something I had to worry about or plan, which is yeah. fantastic, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so that's really, really helpful. And I guess the last thing I want to touch on today, because I don't want to take up um, too much time for our listeners. I like this to be short and snappy. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you've like heard about or you know potentially or you just have a feeling that's going to be something that dance owners should keep an eye out for next? Um, I think... I know it's changing now where we've got the following, the favourites, and it's all in chronological order now. Um, But I do still think people right now are jumping on and um, just looking at their main feed. I haven't seen or heard a lot of people that are jumping between the two um, new profiles, but maybe something that will happen um, in the future is going back to their following because I think a lot of the main feed now is ads and also um Instagram have started just putting up suggested posts like yes I've seen that a lot yeah so you're not even following them anymore which is a good thing I suppose for a business is that they're you know putting out who they think that they should follow um but possibly if someone's still really wanting to take interest in you um they will look at that favorites or following but it hasn't kicked off heavily just yet um but I'd also say because it is getting so um saturated everyone's on there at the moment I think putting a real focus on your organic audience and and I know you've touched on this before but getting your email list like the people that you sort of your audience that you own I think that's a real point of using your socials to grab those people and always having their contact details and um having that list for yourself because I think it's getting harder and harder um to just get recognized on on socials um but yeah it's hard to amazing well i want to thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us today i'm hoping we're going to do another uh episode um next week all about metrics what metrics we should use what metrics to look at and keep a touch on um but that's all for today so if anyone has any questions about socials or want us to kind of have a look at their socials and what's working feel free to send us a message on instagram and we'll definitely check it out and give you some recommendations for sure amazing thank you so much mariah well i will talk to you soon because i talk with you all day long but (laughs) i will uh speak with you soon and that's all for today bye guys Thank you for listening to the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.